Yo, what's up, y'all? It's welcome to the Less Rock Podcast. I am your co-host, Philosophical. And I am your co-host, Jay Echo. What's good? What's up? What's up? Uh, pretty much today, we've got a, a illustrious host, major supporter of the Less Rock Podcast. We've got Brito. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. It's been it's a pleasure to be here. Been following the podcast and uh, yeah, ready to get in, into these discussions. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh, really yeah. appreciate it. Really, All really, right. really appreciate you spending time and making time out to come out on the podcast. Uh, lately, we've been talking about a lot of we. Me, the same. I will say this: the same way me and uh, Jay have had conversations on the phone uh, mm-hmm. is the exact way me and Brito have conversations on the phone. Makes me think of maybe me and Brito should have a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, Maybe all three of us, man. Like, yeah, we'll, I know. I know. Let's, let's, all three of us. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, today, see what it I know, do. I know. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about kind of the journeys of dating uh, between mm-hmm. dating relationships and even potential marriages from from Mr. Brito, man. Kind of the types of women, uh, kind of dealing with, uh, kind of navigating a lot of things that are kind of an unknown discussions that. Uh, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for for us as men sometimes to weed out a lot of women, just like a lot of times women say it's a lot to weed out a lot of the bad men. And that's some, some some of the areas and some of the discussions we're going to have today. Um, so let, let let's start. Let's let's get right into it. Um, what it, what are your thoughts on on today's women, Brito? Uh, I would probably say if they like. The probably is probably lack of guidance. Mm. Maybe some kind of lack of guidance. They're following the example of guys. So okay. probably starts with the dudes not acting right, not being upstanding, not being, you know, in the right path. So then they just follow that. Mm. They basically emulate what the worst guys do and forget all about the good ones. So will you say that a lot of uh and I, and I think this is a cliche thing. A lot of women treat the bad guys good and treat the good guys like trash, you know, as far as, you know, you take advantage of the good guys uh, just because of, you know, they're considered weak and they give all the respect and power to the bad guys. What, what you think that's accurate? You think that's true? I think that's a nice thing to say because people just say that, but I don't fully believe it because it's like a shade okay. of gray. I think it's a lot. It's a really yeah. great area. Okay. Because what's good and what's bad? That's the question. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because you say the bad guys get treated well, the good guys get treated badly, but what's good and what's bad? How do we define a good guy? How do we define a bad guy? Let's let's hear let's hear your thoughts. How do we how do we define that? You know, so according to Kevin, let's start with how Kevin Samuels would describe it, right? He would say okay. a good guy would be a high value man, right? Mm-hmm. But he will quickly ruin it. You know, I mean, like it'll be a guy that's, you know, that's committed, you know, it'll be a guy that's uh, there for his family, there for his Mm -hmm. kids and all that Mm -hmm. good stuff. You know what I mean? He's present. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he has a he's not on the streets. You know, he's not like, you know, let's just put it this way. He's not a drug dealer. He's not a criminal. He's not, you know, committing to any type of crime or anything like that. So he's a dude that wants to be an upstanding member of society. Right. Yeah. Um, But then this is where I. I say he ends up make, turning that guy into a bad guy because now he'll say high value men don't cheat. High value men exercise options. Mm. 
So it's like, so what are you saying? You're just, so you're telling me that a woman should accept cheating. Yeah. So what's to say all high-value men are cheating, though? Well, who, who's to say that? No, that's what he says. He says high-value okay. men don't cheat. They exercise options. Meaning he's giving the high-value man, quote-unquote, a green light to cheat. So let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> high-value high men, right? Oh, um, man. Let, 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 let's talk about that. Okay, so are we talking, we say high-value men, are we talking high-value men are in relationships or seeking relationships? Because I do think there's a difference. He says high-value right? men, he's referring to high-value men who are seeking relationships. That's what he's referring to. Okay. I mean... Uh, so do you so, feel like high-value men, um, is it wrong for them to explore options? I think so. I think yes. You know why? Because people follow the people at the top. So if you're high value, you're obviously more powerful. So that means that you're setting the trend. So Mm -hmm. whatever you do is what people are going to do, right? Exactly. And and, but that's not going to be restricted to just men. The women Mm -hmm. will also women too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I I do agree with that. I do agree with that. So it's like that's why they say a lot of times celebrities dictate the culture because. You know, they're at the top of their game. They would be considered high value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you if you got the people at the very top doing things that are, I guess we would say are immoral, mm-hmm. then everybody's going to be immoral. Okay. It also applies in the business world. It applies in politics and everything. Everywhere you go. Yeah. I mean, if we just look at, uh, what's it called? We don't get too deep into politics on this show, but if you just look at the past four years, like we had a we had a we had a person as a president who I don't think anybody would say was the most moral person in the world. And we saw there was a there was a large trend of people following that example. And I would say it's it is sort of the same in dating, you know, for Everybody likes to look at the uh, the 90s and the early 2000s as like, yo, this was the this was the prime time in terms of like culture and music and, and movies and all this sort of stuff. But I mean, we're finding out now that the people who we were elevating at that point in time were kind of trashed, <laughs> you know, like everybody's 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 skeletons are coming out the closet. So the way I see it is, is that going back to kind of like the high value men and the high value women, there's gotta be a reason for that. There's gotta be an end goal for that. Like why are these, so like Kevin Samuel saying, the high value men and even, even you can even say the high value women in his opinion are exploring options and they're cheating. What's the, what's the end goal of the reason why, you know, some of these high value men and, and potential women are, are seeking options. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? What do you, if, if that is like, what's the end goal for that? What's the reason for that? My reason for that is that I think there's a fear factor. It, mm-hmm. You know, people don't want to take risks. Uh, people want the perfect situation. Like they got to oh. be this, they got to look a certain way. They've got to make a certain amount of money. They've got to act a certain way. They've got to- But I think- I think a lot of people underestimate the it's not that they underestimate it. I think a lot of people aren't willing to admit to themselves that the perfect situation doesn't exist. You have to create the perfect situation for Correct. you. Correct. Yeah. And, 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 and so it goes you, back to not knowing who you are. 
Exactly. So that's what I would say it is. I would agree yeah. with it. it goes back to knowing, not knowing who you are, but also goes back to what the kind of society we live in now, where it's, a, it's all about the individual. It's all about what can I get? What do I want? It's like, it doesn't mm. matter what, mm. what is good for society, right? Like if I'm, if I'm the quote unquote high value guy, right? And I can have 10 women that all agree to be in that situation. Let's say I, I'm lucky enough to be in that situation, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm lucky, whatever it is. So I have that situation. I have 10. Then that means there's, there's going to be a scarcity out there because some guys are just going to be deprived of having those women because they're all mine. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and this goes back, though, because it used to be if you go look in the biblical times, you have even figures in the Bible like a Solomon and whatnot. They had several women they had concubines and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. culture in some cultures is accepted. You know what I mean? Because it's looked back as long as you can provide and you have enough money, whatever. Sure. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and that, that doesn't consider the society that we live in where these things. One of the things we lose a lot is we look at the past and say, like, they had a culture that was messed up, but now we forget why certain things were put in place. Yes, those cultures existed, but then people realized that might not be the way to do it though. I don't think this is good for society. I don't think it's healthy for society. Mm-hmm. We don't live in those kind of the same times that we used to live in. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the times where people did lynching in the streets. There was murdering. In the, I mean, I'm talking about way back, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they, they, this was the gladiator era where people got killed and, you know, out in com- competing and combating and stuff like that. So sport was, you know, had the result of death to somebody. So yeah. I, I, mean, I, 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 I'll go ahead, Jay. I think, I think uh, like Brito, like you were saying, it, it, it all goes to like shades of gray. Cause you would, like you were, uh, like you just said, sure there were like, there were Kings and Pharaohs and, and, and chiefs and, and all these folks who it was like, Oh, this is, I, I have I have 20 wives because I can f- provide for 20 wives. I have concubines because history says I deserve concubines and 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 all of that sort of stuff. But this is where uh, this is where the grayscale comes in because that's like you said that's very individualistic as opposed to so society has progressed in some ways in terms of like. Objectively speaking, we are safer. We are we are more accepting. Yada yada yada. All of those sorts of things. But it's it's sort of the pendulum. We we've we've swung too far in one direction. Where it's like, all right. Let me tag on to what you just said, actually, because I can, like you just said, society has progressed. There was actually a necessity back in the days for that to happen. Exactly. Because it was to populate the the more people you have in your tribe, in your you know your team. You're, you're defending yourself, right? So the exactly the safer you are, as fast as possible. You know what I mean? One mm-hmm. man can impregnate five women. One woman can't be impregnated by you know, you know, can't have five babies at once. But one man can have like six, ten, twenty babies at once. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's if it's coming from the king, then these kids are going to grow up to be strong, mostly trained, and they would look at it as good genes. But now in this society, so back then it wasn't actually selfish. If you look at it from that perspective, exactly. it wasn't selfish. Mm-hmm. It, it was to protect the tribe or the kingdom or whatever it was. Today, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense because what's the point of it? Like, how does this better society? That, so, that's, from a selfish standpoint, it's like, yo, I get everything I want because I don't have to restrict mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. But from a societal standpoint, how does that benefit society? And mm-hmm. that's what people don't stop to think when they think when relationships, people don't think general society, the purpose of bettering your, you know, your environment. 
But I think I think we as people, we look at society to, to determine who we are. We look at social media to determine who we should be. Who are we? Like, for oh. example, <clears throat> it's like one of those things where it's like, well, uh, John has got this type of woman. How did he get her? Let me do the same things on how he got her. So we look on social media. We look through social media to define who we are as people. And that's the part where it's like, how do we navigate? You know, it stops. I, I, I do agree that society has elevated to a point where the pendulum has gone completely right. I agree with that. But it's gotten to a point where it's like society is saying certain things that are acceptable should not be acceptable. It's okay to leave a person because they're not this. It's okay to uh, uh, leave a person because they're not treating you in a certain manner. And we've said on the show that, you know, if you're not being treated in a certain way, communicate that. Society tells you, oh, no, no, no. That person should know how you feel. If they don't know how you feel, you need to leave. Uh-huh. And I feel like society pushes this agenda to where there's this unknown blueprint, this unknown end game to where you look at it and it's like you look back at some of the things like your past and it's like, was that really you? Uh-huh. Did I really act that way? Like the way I am today is not the same way I was yesterday. Right. And a lot of times people look at society as like, oh, did I really act like that? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I mean that that goes back to things like herd mentality and and mm-hmm. and and all of that sort of thing. But it also like to counter that. That's also where and we we talk about it all the time on the show. That's where personal responsibility comes in. Like but- at a certain point, like yes, society can tell you all these things. I'm not I'm not debating. I'm not disagreeing with that. Mm-hmm. At, yes, your friend groups can can move in a certain way that that pushes you in that same direction not debating that but at a certain point in time every individual at some point in time has to decide am i going to be the one who follows the group or am i going to define who i am for myself we all have to go through that we all have to go through that we all have to go through that but there was a there was a metric of going through that by looking at your parents, by that's, looking that's at, fair. by yeah. looking at, you know, your brothers, your sisters, your neighbors that have been together 10, 20, 30, 40 years that you can look back at as an example. Now, I mean, you know, as society, we've got social media, we've got movies. Let we've me got, jump in on that. Cause when we say society tells us, is it society that tells us or is it a, a very loud minority? I think you that's what, what society mean? is. It's a very loud minority. I think, loud, I, I, I think I, that's what society is. It's not society because society still marriage is still a thing. You know, you still I, get benefits from it. And I mean, I'm saying politically, based no, on no, what I, marriage, marriage, marriage is not a thing to some people anymore. There are people I'm who are saying that, but, not. But if I say society, I base what society is telling you based on laws. Mm-hmm. What are the laws actually telling you? For instance, right? And mm-hmm. let's say, other, and we're going to talk about, I guess, America, right? Mm-hmm. In America. You're still not allowed to marry more than one person. Or that, that's that in Utah. <laughs> it maybe yeah. Except this. Right? So for the majority, most states only still allow one person, one yeah. person to put a time, right? 
That's mm-hmm. man and woman, right? So that means that's what society is telling you is right. That's society. That's based on the laws. But now what you have are a lot of people, individuals, who most of the time are hurt people because mm-hmm. one of the things you'll notice is happy people tend to be very quiet. Yeah. You know, they're not out here screaming. <laughs> the world is messed up and relationships suck, suck. No, no. The people complaining and talking the most will be single, mostly jaded people. They're the loudest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Even a lot of these dating gurus, you listen to them and a lot of them still sound like they're coming from a jaded place. Mm-hmm. They won't accept it to themselves and they won't accept it to their, uh, to their audience, but they're also yeah. jaded. So yeah. they're giving personal advice to others. And this is the problem with our society. Now people give advice just based on as like a one size fits all. They rarely mm-hmm. consider the individuals. Like you gotta give advice and think about, okay, but who am I talking to? The, who is the person, you know, like, I was talking to a friend yesterday about like how um, everybody's luck is different, right? Mm-hmm. I know that there's certain things that I can't do because I won't get away with it. Others <laughs> can, but for some reason, I won't. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. My luck doesn't yeah. work like that. But yeah, then there's things that I know I'm lucky at that I'm like, oh, my luck is good here. I can do this. And then things that other people look at like, yo, you shouldn't be doing it. I'm like, nah, I know my luck. I'm going to mm-hmm. do that because I know my luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's not considered when people give advice. People just like, hey, you should do this because this is what I do. It's like, no, we're mm. different people. They're like, we're different people, different values, different upbringings, different philosophies of life and all yeah. sorts of things, you know? Like, I'm not, some people are good at multitasking, some are not. So you're going to mm-hmm. tell somebody that's not good to multi, uh, multitasking that they should be doing, they should be multitasking? That's not the case, you know what I mean? So do you feel like, do you feel like instead of, Telling a person, like, for example, we'll, we'll use multitasking, that they should be multitasking instead of being like, okay, this is how you multitask. This is how you learn to multitask. And I think that's the difference between, you know, going back to the whole society. Society tells us that you should be multitasking instead of saying this is how you multitask. At least given that, that option to say, okay, and that failed. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. And then that, I'll go. that that failed relationship was because of this. But at the at the end of the day, what we should be thinking is one. Either how could I, I change the narrative to make that relationship better, or how can I learn from this relation from that past relationship to not go through that again? And that's the difference. And I feel like you, that's the difference. You use two words that uh, that I was about to touch on, which is uh, mm-hmm. narrative and 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 the I portion of it, right? Because mm-hmm. we can like, let's be real about it. We can talk all day about how society does this and society does that and everything like that. But at the end of the day, all you can take responsibility for is your contribution. Mm-hmm. Yes, society. Yes, society exists it there are repercussions for what society does the laws the 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 trends culture all of that sort of stuff it plays a part but at the end of the day it's about you like you said if uh, if somebody says look yo uh everybody should be multitasking right now you can like if you know yourself which is the number one responsibility you can take is getting okay with you, learning you. That's, that's something that we can all do. And 
for the most part, it affects us. Yes, our growth may affect the people around us, but what we do for ourselves is for us, as long as we're not, you know, doing terrible stuff to other people. So, like, if we own that part of it, the what am I doing for me and how am I becoming the best version of me possible? Now, what we define as the best version may be may be affected by, like you said, society, culture, trends, all of that sort of thing. Let's let's not leave that out. But then at the end of the day, it's it's also about the narrative you assign to it. So it's like. So as as I've said multiple times, I'm 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 huge into storytelling. It's something I love. It's something I study. And narratively speaking, you can frame a narrative in multiple ways. So we can say, we can say right now that, uh, oh, um, let's, let's use the example you use, Phil, of past relationships. We can frame a past relationship as like, oh, um, it, was all, it was all their fault. They ruined it. They did this. They did that. But at that, at that point, yes, that's a, that's a narrative that may, might make you feel better. But you've also you've also given up any responsibility, any part you played in that narrative. You're mm-hmm. you're a you're a you're a casual observer at that point, which means you didn't you didn't actively what's it called? Uh, you weren't proactive in your own relationship. If you're saying that it's all their fault. And if you are, if you are admitting that you weren't proactive in your own relationship, you then also have to admit that you weren't fully dedicated to that relationship, to that person, but nobody will, nobody will go that extra step and say, okay, this, yes, it was all their fault, but that means I left my relationship in the hands of this person and I played no parts in it. So then they, they then I've given them the power to break it as opposed to, yes, I played a part. I may not have done the right things. So then they can learn something from it. Cause if it's, if it's all somebody else's fault, then that just means that there's nothing I can learn. There's nothing I need to change. I'm not the problem. I'm gonna just keep doing me and there's no growth there. Uh-huh. And you can take that in any specific situation you want to apply, any context you want to apply that to, whether it's your career, your your personal growth, a relationship, skill growth, whatever the case may be. And I agree with what you just said there, because there is something to be said, because sometimes you can look at a relationship and let's say you were in a relationship with a horrible person, period, right? Mm-hmm. The person was just horrible. What was the, the blame? If you want to start from the very beginning, the blame is like, okay, why was I attracted to this person to begin with? So how do I learn to avoid this type of person next time? You know what I mean? 